Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. From time to time, we hold AMA episodes, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions. If you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. On today's show, we're talking about another aspect of short-term rentals. I'm in the short-term rental business. My partners and I operate our units legally and at a very high level. The consistent five-star reviews are not an accident. They're the result of hard work by our team and our staff on a daily basis. Now, I don't know about you, but my social media feed is filled with advertisements for training classes that advocate getting into the short-term rental business. One headline reads, Everything you need to become a property investor without owning any properties. Then the ad goes on to say, This exclusive webinar will show you how to rent properties, not buy them, and list them on Airbnb and other short-term rental platforms, just working part-time. It contains a step-by-step blueprint easy to follow instructions on how to set up this incredible business with one rental property at a time. So I clicked on the ad. The webpage invites you to an exclusive webinar. It's amazing. The webinar starts in just seven minutes from now. How lucky is that? The webpage invites me to join the hundreds of people worldwide making money using other homes as short-term rentals. Many property owners earn up to five times the profit of traditional rental properties. Sign up to this exclusive free training webinar today. The company claims to have cracked the code on how to rent properties and make money from them by listing them on Airbnb and other short-term rental websites. In less than six months, Jimmy was earning 15,000 British pounds a month, around 20,000 US dollars, with just five rental properties, and he was able to quit his job. For now, Jimmy teaches other people how to do exactly the same thing. The webpage has a live chat window, so I clicked on the live chat window. Sarah, in the chat window, asked me if I had any questions. So I asked Sarah how this system works around one small issue. You see, in many jurisdictions, not all, but many, there are laws that prohibit subletting a property for more than you rent it for. So I asked Sarah how they get around the law that prohibits subletting a property for more than it's rented for. Now the chat window confirmed that my question was delivered to Sarah. At that point, I'm guessing there must have been a technical issue, because I still have the chat window open and I've not received any further correspondence from Sarah. I wonder what the problem might be. Now, I know that subletting an apartment on a short-term rental platform has been a common practice a few years ago. In fact, there was a rash of these units appearing on the market in New York City. There was one unit in particular, located near Union Station, close to New York University in Lower Manhattan. That property is owned by someone who's from out of town. The tenant never actually occupied the property. They set themselves up as an Airbnb host, and despite the monthly rent of 3500 a month, they were still able to get a decent monthly profit by using someone else's asset. The owner had no idea that it was in the short-term rental market. Now, this particular host had done this with nearly a dozen properties in New York City. And when New York instituted new rules prohibiting short-term rentals for an entire home, the host continued to operate. And when the city went to enforce the new bylaw that prohibits rentals of entire homes, the unsuspecting owner of the property received very hefty fines for the violation. Now, some of you may have heard that New York State has landlord-tenant rules that heavily favor the tenant. You would think that the tenant would have some liability in this instance, but you would be incorrect. The tenant simply vacated the apartment, stopped paying the rent, and the landlord was left with an empty apartment that they thought was leased at a good price. 
and a bucket load of fines for the violations of the bylaw. In the early days, there were numerous violations of all kinds of bylaws. The sharing economy is intended to be just that, the sharing economy. It's not the cheating economy, not the scamming economy. The key is for operators who want to get into the commercial end of the short-term rental business to be aware of the marketplace they operate in. They need to understand the supply-demand characteristics of the market. What is the barrier to entry? Are there any regulations? What are they? Nobody ever built a sustainable business that operates outside the law. You might not like the law, and you might want to influence changes to it, but the law is still the law. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.